Welcome back to another edition of Hoopology. I'm your host, Storm Jenkins. We're on episode two, going back to Cali. We'll give the poll results from last time. We'll talk about the James Harden trade. We'll give the East and West landscapes, as well as the in-season tournaments so far. So let's get started. First, let's talk about the poll results from last time. So what young team are you looking forward to watching? 67% of you said the Thunder, 17% said the Pistons, and then 16% of you said the Pacers. What young play will take the next big step? 67% of you said at Edwards and then 33% of you said SGA and then what new player via trade are you most looking forward to watching so 43% of you said Bradley Beal and then 29% of you tied for Drew as well as Dame so let's talk first about the East and West landscape and also the James Harden trade so James finally got his wish and went to the Clippers a few weeks back and then um, Batum Morris as well as uh, Cummington all went over to Philly. Now Philly has really been rolling, um, so I think you know they've definitely you know with under uh, under Coach Nick Nurse, um, you know with the emergence of Maxi as well as the guys that they did get back from the Clipper trade, I think have helped out quite a bit with spacing, with uh, point production, and just overall it's been a really good I think positive experience. Um, it's unfortunate that Ubre. Um, so, suffered an injury you know healing injury to him hopefully he's back on the court soon because he was really balling before that I think he was really a big off-season addition as well as Harris has kind of stepped up as well Melton and everybody it's kind of really gelled together and uh, you know with Embiid and Maxi really being the focal points I think everything has worked out pretty well on on their end now as far as the Clippers go they finally just got their first win um, with James on the team. And a lot of that, I think, is also due to uh, what Coach Lou had talked about in a few press conferences ago is about, you know, having the guys sit down and talk about sacrifice and talk about, you know, how things are going to work. And, and Russell Westbrook raised his hand and was a, was a volunteered to come off the bench to kind of, uh, you know, um, for, for the betterment of the team. And I think it definitely did work. Um, and it's been interesting that they were winning, you know, they had a decent record before James came over. And then James James has still had some great production since he, since he came to the Clippers. It's just weird in the spacing and I think the timing, chemistry. And then also, you know, James really didn't, you know, as he had mentioned quite a few times, didn't really have much of a preseason, offseason. So um, it's going to take some time. But, I mean, you have PG and Kawhi there. So it's something that the Clippers, especially Clipper fans, have been waiting to see both of them on the court healthy and, 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 and building that chemistry early in the season. So I think that this is definitely a work in progress. There's no better coach than Coach Lou to do this. So I think, uh, and everybody basically has said that, you know, he would win, you know, he should be in the running for coach of the year if he's able to kind of like turn things around. They're sitting at 11 with four, at four and seven. I mean, the West is wide open. There's so many teams that are, you know, in the upper echelon that definitely we didn't expect to be in the upper echelon. So, um, so def- definitely some room for improvement. That's one of our um, poll questions is what Cali team will kind of like turn things around um, the, the fastest, you know, Lakers, Warriors, or the Clippers. Um, the Kings are sitting okay at, at, at five with seven and four right now, now that Fox is back. Um, but they, so they, they've had a little bit easier of a, of a um, run uh, so far in this early season. So, but I think for the most part, you know, continuing that chemistry, continuing, you know, trying to figure, figure out, I think 
Russ coming off the off the bench, you know, is definitely a big um, you know spark plug and will help bolster things. It, they've just signed Daniel Tice, I think, to help with the spacing as well. So you have him and Zubak, and I think that really will um, kind of bolster things up. They 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 both bring different different aspects to the 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 bigger bigger man role so that that should be interesting to see how how coach Lou kind of like works everybody together and and see where things are at um you know as we just mentioned you know the Warriors finally got stepped back but weren't able to you know pull out a win against OKC last night in overtime um SGA and Chet have been rolling together um and it's great to see you know it's like one year one year we had to wait an extra year for this but I think you know, SGA, his game grew quite a bit. And so Chet's been on a mission since he started uh, the season. Um, and then Giddy and, 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 and the Jalens have been excellent. And Dort, I think everybody's kind of like played a great role. They have, they each have a, a great piece to the puzzle and sitting at four, they're, they're, they're doing, they're doing pretty well for themselves. Now the Lakers, you know they they've gone off to a slow start in so many different ways. Sitting at seven and six at seven right now, they've been able to make up some ground the last few few games. But you know they they have like the slowest start to the first quarter, like always always starting at a deficit. Um, LeBron's playing way too many minutes. Um, at you know at, at his at his juncture of his career, AD's been kind of like up and down. Um, so many injuries, so many players that are still not you know kind of playing with the team, Gabe Vincent and Vando, um, just to name a few. Um, Rui had some eye issues, so he's been in and out of the lineup. I think putting Reeves, um, much like the way they did with Russ, um, coming off the bench, I think had been you know a good spark plug for Coach Ham, and seeing if they can kind of continue to build on that, I think is key. Um, obviously, you know, rumors swirling that you know DeRozan, Zach Levine, and, and Caruso are all being eyed by the Lakers as well as the Sixers and Miami for for Zach, um, for sure. Um, but it'd be interesting if Rob Palenka somehow was able to pull off all three of them coming to the Lakers. I mean, they have some different trade assets, you know, from all the guys that they were able to kind of like bring together. Um, Cam Reddish has been really good. Um, you know, in the starting lineup for it. And then um, Torian Prince has been really great as well. But, you know, you know, obviously getting, getting, you know, getting Caruso back would be really helpful since he has prior, prior chemistry with the team. And then um, adding DeMar and Zach, I think, would then free up AD to maybe move down to the third kind of option and having him more focus on the spacing and the defensive role that he plays because he definitely is in a great contention for defensive, you know, um, player of the year for so far the the games that he has played. Um, And so then that would kind of like, I think, help him a little bit to then you know, if they could get Zach or, or Demar um, in kind of being the second, you know, in command for scoring, I think that would take a huge load off of um, LeBron at this point. You know, things haven't quite worked out with all those young players together just because of chemistry issues. So, seeing you know they, you know, if they're gonna make a move sooner rather than later before the trade deadline would be very interesting. But they are three and zero in the in season tournament. We'll talk about the in season tournament in one second. Uh, another team that kind of has been. And kind of um you know hitting a roadblock with with 
um, their their big three is the Suns. They were able to get Book finally back. They had Beal for two games, and then he they have decided to shut him down at least for three weeks to really focus in and try to heal from that back injury that's been kind of nagging him since the beginning of the season. It's great to see KD, but again, much like LeBron, KD is playing you know mega minutes, really carrying the scoring load. Um, it's been a good blessing in disguise in the sense that their bench players though and some of their auxiliary players have been healthy enough to you know kind of like rotate in and seeing who who works with who and I think this has been a really great you know test for coach Vogel for early in the season to kind of see what what chemistries and what what works what doesn't work and then adding book back in has been really great um had a season high of 15 assists so he really has been kind of the de facto point guard um you know we we thought you know with campaign gone um to the bucks and then cp gone to um the warriors who would kind of take up those that 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 um distribution load and, and book has really shined in that role as well as you know being able to put up 30 30 plus points as well which is something that he had already was doing last season and then you know having that great chemistry with kd i think it's just a great joy to see those two together playing and being really really intentional and happy um you know with a squad that they do have so um much more to come i think from them it's a little slow start but sitting at eight right now it's like nothing to i don't think worry about too much uh it's great to see zion and bi together zion has been playing the bulk of the games bi has has come come along um since then they're sitting at six and seven hawkins has been really great for them he's been able to kind of like really fit in for coach willie um as a rookie you know um healing energy out to cj as well as some you know alvarado and then you know different people have been in and out of the lineup naji uh trey murphy um herb jones like everybody's you know coach willie's definitely again you know he gets some health back with zion and bi and then other people go out so or kind of continue to rotate in and out and Valanciunas has been really solid for them as well but sitting at nine you know they've been definitely you know kind of up and down and and they did lose to a a tough one to the to the uh, Timberwolves last night so that was a bit of a, a tough break for them but I think they've been solid at this point um and still trying to figure things out much like uh some of these other squads who have not had the full complimentary of all their players to kind of really evaluate I think it, it still kind of like remains to be seen how how things will continue to roll for them uh the biggest bright spot I think um has got to be the Rockets from from going for what they were last year and Coach Ime um you know coming in as well as Van Vliet and, and Brooks uh, they they've really but Shangoon has really come come alive with them that that's one of the um poll questions coming up is you know what west young player has been impressive so far you know shangun is definitely um on that list for sure and then with jalen green and, and and jabari and everybody i think that's been a real a real bright spot you know it's for for them sitting at six and four um you know king sitting at seven and four fox is back i think you know, they definitely struggled when Fox was out, but, you know, Murray, Sabonis has really been rolling. And then with Fox, I think they, they've definitely, um, 
you know, have a good stride and, and continue to build from um, their great success last season. And then same thing, building and great success. Um, Got to be OKC sitting at 9-4. Really great overtime win. Like I said, SGA and Chet, um, Giddy, everybody really um, are playing well. Mavericks, they had a tough loss last night against the Bucks. I mean, they've been, you know, sitting at 9-4. and four, It's a weird thing. I mean, it's it's a it's a weird record i'm not so i won't I put a lot of stock into that because it, it, they lost last night and luca and, and and Kyrie putting up like you know 75 points and they're still they still lost you know obviously the the bucks are have a more complete team i think than the mavs they're still trying to figure things out i just don't don't know sitting at three if they can maintain that like top one of the top six slots at this point consistently um you know with under coach kid they I feel like they still need like a few different other pieces I'm not sure what they can um muster but by um trade deadline to see what may you know slot in um but that, they they remain a question mark um for sure um nine and three the nuggets sitting at two um and then and the um wolves moved up to number one thanks to that um win last night against the Pelicans sitting at 93. I think Edwards as well balling out. Um, you've had, you know, um, you, you had a little bit of uh, fireworks this week with between Rudy and Draymond during the um, in-season tournament. Obviously, um, Draymond with the suspension, which, you know, is is uh, warranted for sure, um, you know, based on, you know, what happened as well as, you know, his past history, I think. Definitely, hopefully, um, hopefully that was a spark plug for, for the Warriors to kind of like, you know, turn things around. I think Wiggins last night in the loss definitely had had that moment where he kind of turned things around. Now we just need Clay to kind of turn things around for them. But I think Sarge and, and CP3, along with that second unit of the younger players, I think has helped quite a bit. I think having Steph back, um, you know, to have everybody back and kind of like rolling, I think that's what's going to need. But the Wolves, man, Edwards has been balling. McDaniels has been balling. Um, it was good to see Cat. Um, I think he, he um, you know, was able to shine last night, especially with Zion sitting out. Not sure how that would have worked out with Zion, um, with him going, you know, with Zion for a lot of the um, a lot of the game to see. But, you know, he definitely had his um, outside shot role and um, Cat did. So they're starting to figure things out. Again, that's another one that I'm not sure, like, how, how – high up there will continue to be as the season rolls on but for the for the um they have to a really great start like I said the the west is wide open like the teams that we thought would probably be up there like the Suns the Warriors um and the Nuggets you know the Nuggets have only been the only one that's really kind of like been up there um as they should be it's it's unfortunate with um Jamal being out all of November they're taking it um, cautiously with with his hamstring injury, so hopefully healing energy to him, and he'll be back hopefully after the play-in um, tournament situation is over, you know, um, going into December and January when you really, you know, start to see the meat and potatoes of the um, – of the of the schedule and then that's that's really where teams really need to make a run you know um for sure so we'll see kind of you know but Gordon and Jackson and and Brown and everybody been rolling and and they have that continuity from last season um to this season so they have that to rely on quite a bit uh the the Memphis has been probably the biggest you know head scratcher sitting at three and nine they were able to like win last night but you know you bring in Smarty um to kind of 
overlap with Jaws suspension. Smarty goes down. Um, Adams goes down at the beginning of the season. And, you know, the inconsistencies and just it's and I think um, you see the loss of Tyus Jones, who who went over to the Wizards. I think he was a huge loss as well. So you, they just really, you know, just having some, a really tough time this season. And I think, you know, if they can make it to like, you know, a play in situation, I think that'll be their ceiling this year. Um, they definitely have a lot of things to retool the jazz, I think, overachieved last year. Um, and so them sitting at 12 even with the addition of John Collins is a little interesting so it'd be interesting to see what 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 the Jazz does with all their players and kind of where they where the next like stretch of time happens and if anybody is available for um you know the trade deadline Wemby's hasn't disappointed I mean they're sitting at three and ten it's a very young team I don't think he's disappointed at all I think just in general um they're just going to have some struggles same thing with the Blazers you know um you know it's it's unfortunate Robert Williams III had to have season engine um surgery um Scoot has been out Shaden's been balling though so good for him but I think in general you know the Spurs the Blazers and probably a throw in the Memphis and and the Jazz in there and it's a it's definitely a rebuilding year for them for sure um on the east side it's a little different um you know, uh, Boston's really like solidify themselves. Like, um, they really have been able to work KP and Drew into the, um, into the lineup pretty seamlessly. Um, Derek White's been balling, you know, Al comes off the bench for the most part, unless somebody's injured, um, which they did have some injuries, um, for a few games this season so far, but, you know, the bench has obviously been the big question mark. I think Pritchard and Hauser have definitely, um, kind of starting to find their rhythm along with Brissette has been helpful as well. So I think, you know, just continuity, uh, the bench and, and health is going to be their biggest, um, you know, things, much like almost everybody, um, you know, it can be said for almost any squad this year. I think the chemistry between Dame and, and, and Giannis has finally started to start to click a bit um, now that they're both on the floor. They had that great win last night against Dallas. And it's been really great to see um, how those two, you know, they they have probably the they're gonna have like the best pick and roll situation for sure, um, as the season goes on, um, and just seeing who you know Beasley and Connington and and the Lopez Lopez brothers and Portis and see how everybody kind of fits together, um, and and continue to keep growing um, under um, new coach Adrian. So, Pace has probably been the uh, biggest surprise on the East side um, at sitting at four at seven and four. Um, Halliburton and then that young squad Matherin and everybody's pretty much back and then you add in um, Bruce Brown and you add in Obi Toppin and I think it's been a really great compliment and they just you know played within themselves and starting to like learn learn you know each other's strengths and, and, and where they can improve and grow and I think they've been really receptive for that as well as they've had a you know um, a good good matchups as well and then the Heat up until last night uh, they lost to the Bulls but they they've been rolling as well it's great to see the emergence finally of the consistency more so instead of the emergence but the consistency of bam i think is something that we've all been kind of waiting for for a while and he finally has taken that step um to compliment and to really be a solid um you know partner to jimmy and then it'll be interesting to see if they they could land you know zach or damar um, you know, in, in some sort of trade, um, to kind of solidify, but the rookie, um, Jaime, 
Hakez um, Jr. has been a phenomenal um, fit for them, and he's really like stepped in, you know, with the loss of Struess and and Vincent. I think he's been a great spark plug for them for sure. The Knicks have been, um, you know, starting to put things together. That uh, Villanova connection is real strong, um, you know, with DiVincenzo and Brunson having a great game against the Hornets last night, and um, you know, Julius has been rolling as well, Mitch, RJ, um, Hart, everybody's really, you know, Hartenstein, everybody's kind of really played a great role and, and, and they've definitely, you know, started to start to figure things out. Um, the Magic sitting at 7-5, I think as well as starting to figure things out quite a bit, uh, you know, very impressive with Ben Caro's, um, his uh, play as well as everybody else on that squad, the Wagners and and Suggs and everybody um, is really, uh, they've really taken that step uh, from last season to this season. They, they continue to ball. The enigma to me is the next three, the eight, nine, and ten slots. The Cavs, the the Nets, and the and the Hawks, they can, they're 50-50 they're in the sense that they can, you know, really... You know they have the potential to make runs to to crack not only the 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 top six but probably the top four, um, you know. But at the same time, they can regress, and injuries has played a big part in the inconsistencies with with the Cavs. Um, injuries, um, some uh, for the Nets. Cam Thomas was balling before he went out, and then Simmons is, looks like it's going to be out for extended period of time. But he really hasn't got into the lineup too much, so I don't think they, you know, I won't say they don't miss him, but I mean, I don't think he's really, you know, made an imprint this this season so far um, to really say that they're going to, you know, that he's they've left a gaping hole with with his him being out. And then the Hawks. I mean, I don't know. This is. Coach Snyder's like first full season, and I don't know. Um, they're they're really just so inconsistent yet again. Um, they've had some really great games um, with with Trey and Dejounte and everybody, and then they've had some not so great games. So, I think those three teams um, are the ones to watch in this uh, up until like you know between now and January to kind of see see how things shake out. You know, see if they can get fully healthy and and get the rotations down and really get you know, uh, players, you know, kind of role solidified as well as defense. I think that's the other thing. All three of them can really, you know, probably step up on defense a bit. Um, Toronto, they gave uh, the Celtics uh, some run for their money uh, on Friday night at home um, for, for part of the in-season tournament. They're sitting at five and seven. You may see um, see how long of a stretch they go up until the um the trade deadline to see if you see any of those players kind of uh, be moved on because they're kind of like an inflection point right now, now that Van Vliet is gone, to see whether or not the squad is, is going to be good enough to continue to kind of move and grow or how many pieces to the puzzle they may need to switch or change. There's a lot of a lot of interesting. And then same thing, that's with the Bulls. They're, they're basically you know going to be in full rebuild mode, um, which they probably should have been. Things that haven't worked out with Zach and and Demar and and then Caruso and Vucevic, it, things just never quite gel together. And then maybe they might, you know, who knows to say, who who they get back and how how that kind of like you know turns things around. But they definitely need to to make some moves. And the Hornets, Miller and, and Lamelo have been balling, but you know for the most part they still have no defensive identity, and that's been their their 
issue for the last several seasons, um, and it continues to be an issue this year. I think it's another, it's another, you know, I won't say total loss season, but definitely rebuilding and then rebuilding for sure for the Wizards. But that was going into the season, kind of knew that um, with Poole and Coos and and everybody there. And I'm kind of surprised though with the Pistons sitting at at last place at two and eleven. I thought with Coach Monty things would kind of like ramp up as well as with everybody back from injuries from last season, including like Cade. And then you have Asar um, and Sasser as additions, and um, you have a lot of other great players there. So I'm kind of surprised things haven't kind of clicked quite yet. But I'm still hopeful that maybe something might, you know, turn around and maybe they can at least get into the play-in tournament, you know, by by April. Hopefully they can um, turn things around because they seem to be an exciting squad and you just – you know, definitely want to see, um, you know, some some growth from them for sure. Now moving over to the to the to the play in tournament. Um, so that's been exciting. I like the courts. Um, hopefully though they get something going with the coding or check the coding because it seems like a lot of a lot of the coding of those courts of making players slip. So you don't want any um, injuries um, because of these courts for sure because they are really nice and they they definitely help um you know keep things interesting and and different for for uh, viewers at home for sure uh interesting with the lakers being three and oh you know sitting in west a and then their their next uh you know utah and phoenix are, are right behind a two and one and then one and one i'm kind of surprised with phoenix but with their inconsistencies with their health and um lineups I guess not but you know Utah not having the greatest season so far but they are two and one um and so but the Lakers they're really you know off to a great start um New Orleans and Denver are tied in group B at two and one um which I think probably um you know is interesting and probably should continue um and then Dallas though sitting at one and two is a little bit of a head scratcher as well as obviously the Clippers sitting at one and two thought both of those teams would be you know probably higher up competing with Denver in that group that's that's a really pretty interestingly matched um tough group so the the wild card um you need to pay attention the point differential um number um is is where they're going to derive the wild card from um so that's something to keep keep an eye on and, and mindful of that and then group c thinking the warriors would have been higher up but um you know sacramento and minnesota are both um two wins no losses um and then you know golden state's one and one OKC is actually one and two, but they they're doing better overall, but just not in just not in the uh, group play. And then and then San Antonio, San Jose has been eliminated as well as Memphis has been eliminated for their groups respectively. Um, and then moving over to the East East groups, uh, Indiana is definitely given Philly a run for their money. Indiana sitting at two and zero oh, and. Philly sitting at two and one, um, Cleveland at one and one, and Atlanta's at one and one. That's probably the most competitive, I think, East East A, um, top to bottom, except for Detroit. You know, is eliminated for that. But Indiana, Philly, Cleveland, Atlanta are all kind of uh, you know vying there. Whereas Group B, you know, Milwaukee, Miami, both uh, undefeated at two, and then the Knicks at one and one, and then Charlotte and Washington. Washington's already been eliminated, and Charlotte's one and two, so they're not too far behind, you know, to be eliminated as well. And then Group C, even before the season started, it, it really looked like this was Boston's, um, you know, to, to lose at this point, and they're, they're sitting at two and oh, Brooklyn sitting at two and one, Orlando at one and one, um, 
and then Toronto just lost um, to the Celtics. Um, they hosted on Friday their first game, and then Chicago's already 0-2. Um, so at this point, uh, it's not looking good for, for Chicago for sure. But um, things continue on Tuesdays and Fridays um, for the rest of um, November. And then uh, so we only have a few more weeks left of, of this um, before the um, knockout runs and then before the, uh, the final, uh, final semis and the final round in Vegas in early December. So it should be exciting. I'm really excited. Um, it makes it a little bit more interesting and fun. And um, so we'll continue to monitor and see how things go. But the Lakers definitely taking things seriously for sure. And I think it is a little bit of a, you know, boost for them, um, given kind of their inconsistency up and down season that they've been having so far. So let's get to the um, poll question. So for um, rookies not named Chet or Wemby, who's impressed you uh, the most? Is it Hawkes? Is it Asar? Or is it Hawkins? And then for East young players, who's been having a great um, start to the season? Is it Halliburton? Is it Bencaro? Or is it Maxi? And for the West, is it SGA? Is it Shangun? Or is it Edwards? And then which Cali team uh, will be able to turn things around the, the quickest? Is it the Clippers? Is it the Lakers? Or the Warriors? So I'll have those poll, poll questions up on Twitter excuse me, X. And uh, (laughs) thank you so much for rocking with me. I'm your host, Storm Jenkins. Take care.